Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Balancing Act podcast. And this week I am joining you from the a rather exotic location here in Belfast. I'm over visiting my family and friends for the first time in a very, very long time. It feels so great to be back. I grew up here and um, I still feel like a little bit of my heart resides here. I love coming back so, so much. It, yeah, it really feels like a part of me, like it's in my blood. And I notice that while I'm here, my accent gets that little bit stronger and I start using more slang words like dead on, cheerio, up to high dough, um, things like that. But it's fun. And Um, Yeah, it's really great to see my friends here who are still some of my closest friends. We've known each other since we were like five years old. And, you know, with friends like that, even if you haven't seen each other for a long time, then, you know, it it very you very quickly just pick up where you left off and and move on from there. So, yeah, it's fab. On today's episode, then I want to talk about how it feels when you're struggling to find time to work on your business. And this is particularly directed at you if you are a fellow business owner starting your own thing, uh, potentially doing it on the side of another job as well. And how it feels to, to combine all of that with motherhood and life in general. And I'm going to tell you a story of how it was for me and this story really has been a large part of my motivation of wanting to offer you something to do about it. So at the end of the episode today I'll be sharing more details of um, a masterclass that I've got upcoming that I think will really help if you resonate with any of this story that I'm going to share today. So this struggling to find enough time is is something that I experienced a lot of when I was starting up my own business like for the first time several years ago. And um, I think it was really, really amplified by motherhood. And I'll talk a bit more about that. And ultimately, I can, you know, the, the experience really, really showed me how um, that feeling of, of juggling it all and feeling like you've never got enough time can really, really hold you back in business. Um, and in particular, not even the physical doing, but also the mindset that you have around it as well. So I'm going to jet back in time a little bit to set the context, first of all, and describe what life looked for me back when say, I really was juggling it all as a new mum um with a you know a corporate job and a um a new business and you know all the other stuff that goes with life so i guess just to clarify i've had quite i've sort of dabbled in a few different business ideas in the past i've always had that sort of entrepreneurial drive entrepreneurial mindset 
Um, but the, the first, like most serious one was an artisan granola company. And I first I started it about five or six years ago now. And it was very much a hobby to begin with, but it, it very quickly grew. And I thought for a while that it's what I wanted to, to make into my like full time job. Um, just before I got pregnant with my first son, it was really gaining momentum. And I thought, ah, oh, great, I can combine um, maternity leave with and use that as the opportunity to really build up the business so that by the time the year's up, I could maybe have a, a slick transition into, um, you know, a new way of life and a new way of work as well. And first of all, it started off well, um, you know, taking away the time that I spent in my office um, and when my son was young and slept a lot, I could get quite a decent amount done. Um, and I certainly found that as I became a new mum, my the creativity really started to flow. Um, and yeah, it was a re- that was a really, really fun period. I was working on a new branding um, set for the, the company, you know, new packaging and things like that. It was really fun and really enjoyable. Um, but as I say, I w- uh, over time then, I became like more and more desperate for the outcome, I would say, that I really, you know, my everything was focused on the end of that year and me really feeling like I had to make it work by then. And so I just started trying to squeeze in more and more and it you know within not not in those early days maybe after like six months or so I got to the point where I would stay up really late baking I would answer emails while I was feeding um when nap time did come around I would have this like whirlwind of trying to get all my packaging sorted and get the orders boxed up and sent off and I think even outside of all this physical doing, it was often on my mind, you know, what I had to do next and all the stuff that I would get done when I had like a small pocket or a tiny snippet of time. And maybe on its own, all of that stuff would have been manageable. Um, And, you know, I I did have a real love for the business. Um, But I did also have a little human beside me who I you know really wanted to um like put a lot of effort and attention and presence into um and you really enjoy that special time because I I also recognized that it was very short-lived um you know it only happened once and I I had a really strong bond with my son and it was just you know it was really fun to hang out so I also wanted to make the most of that but I also then was, I took on a lot of stuff, you know, do with um, all the stuff you have to sort out with a baby um, that no one ever tells you about beforehand and all of the, the household stuff as well. And that was very much a, a responsibility that I took on myself, um, maybe not like consciously to start with, but um, because I was at home more. And I think like, again, very self-imposed, I sort of felt guilty for working on my business, um, like almost to the point where I felt like it was a treat 
for me only after all of the other stuff had been done and I could sort of justify it if I was using my free time or what would have been my free time um, to work on the business instead because then I wasn't like neglecting any of my other priorities, let's say. So yeah, I felt that like once everything else was done, then it was okay for me to work. And so because I was so determined that I wanted to like reach my goal by the end of the year, and I have to say I hadn't set a tangible goal and this was part of the problem. I just sort of thought that I want the business to be in a state where I could make it into a full-time gig, but I hadn't attached anything tangible to that. But I was really pushing myself towards that goal and as I piled the business work on top of everything else. And I remember at the time having a conversation with my husband and he suggested, you know, maybe like telling some of my regular customers the situation and that I was going to take a, a bit of time out. And I was like, oh, like, but what happens like if they just don't come back? Like, what does that mean for the future of the business? So, um, yeah, I learned a lot over that time. But the number one thing that I learned was that working in that way is just not sustainable. But actually not for the reasons that you typically um, hear of, I guess. So I didn't burn out. I didn't crash. I didn't get like really ill or anything like that. It was, I guess it was, it was a, a heavy workload, but to the point where it was manageable, it just was a lot. Um, but I knew that, you know, I knew I could do it. Um, and, you know, in some ways, if if I had of like burnt out, it would have been a wake up call for me to do something different. But I didn't. I just kept going. Um, and what really happened and what really made it unsustainable was that I just lost the love for the business. Um. And it makes me quite sad reflecting on that because I really, really did love it. Like there was such a strong story behind it. The The business had a really strong ethos um, and really great branding. So um, the, the recipe was homemade by my mum. She started making me batches whenever I was doing a lot of um, mountaineering and adventures in the hills. And this was a really good way to like set me up with a highly energized breakfast to, to start the day. And she first brought it, she first um, gave me it when we went on a family Christmas holiday. So it was just really special. And um, as I say, I'd always been interested in entrepreneurial stuff. I'm like, I'm quite a foodie and I like, you know, I love trying new food. And this business seemed a really great way to combine so many of my different passions and interests. And then also with this really like nice story with my mum behind it. Um, and she um, helped me out quite a lot with the business in, in various different aspects. It was fab. So the, the strap line of the company became Fuel Your Daily Adventure. And it was very much along the lines of using this breakfast cereal as a way to inspire adventure in your everyday like small scale adventure in your everyday um it won an award for the best new product in a local 
um, well, quite a like prestigious local food award after just six months, which felt like, a, you know, amazing to me. Um, and I was building up a steady stream of like bigger and more regular customers. So it was all going really well. Like In a way, all that hard work was paying off. But I was just putting in so much effort at, at very unsociable hours Um, not in definitely not in the you know the way that I wanted to work forever like I I was um like I didn't want to be working my evenings and weekends especially with a young family um I was taking no money out of the business so it it was it was profitable but I wasn't I wasn't um like solely focused on or driven by that and so the combination of these two things made it just all start to feel like a chore, like all the fun really had been taken out of the business because I just never felt on top of things. Um, and, you know, I was tired and having to like force myself to work. So as I say, after a time, I just lost the love, that that passion and the fire that was there Um like just slowly like it was and it was it was a slow drip it wasn't like an overnight thing very much a slow drip it just sort of started to to drip away I guess and you know I'm definitely not saying here that starting your own gig gets to be a breeze like we all have to start somewhere and inevitably it involves a lot of hard work it involves a lot of tears probably (laughs) um it involves a lot of dedication and a lot of commitment. And I have that stuff in in bucket loads. But now, in hindsight, I realise that with the, the granola, I made a few pretty fundamental, I don't want to say errors, because I don't think there's such a thing, but let's say learning um, mistakes. And I don't regret any of it, because ultimately, it's got to me got me to where I am today. It's that has been a huge, huge contributor to allowing me to to set up this business in coaching. And it's, you know, the experience that I had there is very much a part of what led me to get my own coach and then move into coaching in the first place. So, you know, it's almost like that experience was meant to be. Um, But I think just to make the point that, you know, as in life, in business, we we rarely get to those like quiet times that we're always anticipating. You know, I think over the course of that year, I very much felt like I was just pushing through until I got to to the end of the year and sort of viewed that as like my big break. But um, and I was just keeping on top of things until then. But then as that point grew closer and closer, I realised that like not much was actually changing. So, yeah, I think that when you're starting out, it's so important to have those fundamental um, like strategies and thought processes in place so that as your business does scale, it it really becomes part of a life like an overall structure of life that you want it's not that the business is then starting to dominate everything and take away from all the reasons that you started it in the first place which is as I say how 
I almost feel like I got to at that point. Um, so I don't want you to get to that point in your business because I know like I know how amazing it is to start up your own thing, especially when it's something that you started for reasons very, very close to your heart. You know, maybe it is that you want that flexibility. You want to have ownership of your own time. Um, you want to be your own boss. But like equally, we all have this underlying passion and fire um, that got us into the particular business that you're in in the first place. So tomorrow I am running a free 60 minute masterclass at 12 noon um, and it's entitled how to balance your business life with the rest of life. And there's still time to sign up and reserve your spot. Um, If you can't make it live, there'll be a replay available. So even if that time doesn't suit, then sign up and you can catch up on it afterwards. It's it's aimed at mums with purpose-driven businesses who are feeling held back by juggling it all. And I'm going to be sharing um, the reasons that balance doesn't come from the things, things that you think it does in business as well as in life. I'm going to be sharing the, the top three mistakes that I most commonly see being made by um, mums starting out in business. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to bring more ease and fun into creating a business that also has the impact that you want and know is possible. So if if you've resonated with any of the, the story today, then please do come along. I would love to see you there. You can sign up at www.debbielee.co.uk forward slash balance hyphen in hyphen business. I'll also put that link in the show notes, but just again, it's www.debbielee.co.uk forward slash balance hyphen in hyphen business. So I hope to see you there. And if not, or either way, I shall chat to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at debbieleeco or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.